Welcome to the Heal Everything Podcast with none other than Tama Aziz Serwa. You are not here by coincidence. This is a sacred space for the holy, ratchet woman who knows that she has the power to heal everything. I'm going to help you learn some new things, create a legacy of healing, elevate your mind. You do not want to miss an episode of this podcast. So make sure you subscribe and you share and you favorite us. And invite your sisters because we're about to have a powerful conversation. Tune in. Good evening, good evening. And for some of you, depending on where you are in the world, it may be a good morning or a good afternoon, but welcome to all of my listeners of the Heal Everything podcast. Can you believe that in just 18 episodes since we launched this podcast, we have listeners in 15 different countries. Some of you are in Granada. Some of you are in the Netherlands. Some of you are in France, Canada, Jamaica. I mean, it's incredible to see that people literally all over the world are ready to heal everything. And so tonight's topic for our podcast is about sacred practices and feminine hygiene. Really, I prefer the language feminine health, but let's have some girl talk about yoni care. Let's make sure that you were properly educated about what to do with your vagina. Can we have that conversation? Can we can we just put your hand in the air if you're like, yeah, Tama, I want to cover all of my bases with you tonight and make sure that I'm taking the highest care of my body, of my yoni. So let's start with some foundational principles that give you the capacity to not only take the highest care, but be consistent with caring for your yoni. So my first recommendation for sacred feminine hygiene practices is mirror work. Like, have you even looked at your yoni? Do you know what her colors are, her skin looks like? Like, when was the last time you looked at your vagina, sis? Like, when was the last time? When was the last time you looked at her? Like, I'm the type of woman that even when I'm going in um, to see my gynecologist, I'll tell him, like, put the mirror up, please. I want to see what you see. Why you don't only want to get to see all this goodness? I would like to know what you're looking at. (laughs) He laughs at me, but he knows I'm serious. Like, no, I want to see. Um, I want to see what you're doing. I remember a few years ago, I would even sell to women through my website um, kits where you could examine your cervix. There have been women who have been able to monitor what they see about their anatomy and catch cancer just by looking at their service and seeing the changes of it. There's a whole movement and organization that provides pictures and charts showing if you look at your own body, 
you can become an expert and knowing what's happening with it. And the advantage of that is you don't now have to wait for crisis to understand what your body is teaching you if you are at least looking at your body you can get clues about how your body is doing and as women you know looking at your yoni in different parts of your cycle you can tell when you're Uh, fertile because of the changes in your vaginal fluid, right? You can tell when uh, the color changes, what different colors mean about the pH balance of your vagina. You can tell when she likes certain soaps and products versus when she doesn't just by how she looks. And so my first tip is please take a look at your vagina. Please make it a consistent self-care practice. If you're not ready to look at her every day, at least look at her um, every other day or maybe you start with once a week, but the same way you're looking at your face every day. And some of you, if we're honest, you glance at yourself. You don't actually look at yourself. Mirror work is so sacred and so powerful because it allows you to not only look at your physical presence, it allows you to look at what your physical matter, your flesh, your body, your skin tone, your your wrinkles, whatever's going on with your body, you're able to identify what your life experience is by truly looking at yourself, not glancing. Not rushing past the mirror because you always rushing out the house. I'm talking about true, sacred mirror work. Matter of fact, I don't even use my everyday mirror for my Yoni mirror work. I have a sacred hand mirror that um, has the goddess Ma'at wrapped in the handle. um, And she is the goddess of divine order. Um, from the Kemetic tradition, for those of you who may be unfamiliar with who Ma'at is, M-A-A-T. So, yeah, that mirror stays on my altar and is a consecrated, blessed, sacred mirror that I use in my meditations um, as well as in my yoni mirror work or if I'm doing breast mirror work, whatever, you know, the sacred practice is. I'll pull out that mirror. All right. So you don't have to get a fancy one like that. You can go to the Dollar Tree or whatever and get you a hand mirror and consecrate it. Bless it for this kind of work. But be intentional about looking at your yoni. That's my first tip. What follows that is this mantra. Cleanliness is next to godliness. Now, your yoni is its own ecosystem its own universe all of the elements are a part of your body earth air fire water and it's no different with your yoni right so when i say cleanliness is next to godliness let's have the conversation about proper cleaning of your yoni right so 
for one, I'm going to need you to bathe. Like, so I'm going to need you to take a shower every day. I'm going to need you to put soap and water on your body every day. That should be something that resonates with you. Now, depending on your cultural traditions and where you're located in the world, what kind of resources you have, or even what your philosophies are, some people don't feel the need to bathe every day. Um, some people literally don't have the kind of access to water that is familiar in different parts of the world. So I don't want to um, blanket that, but you want to be clean. It's By the time your body gives you any kind of odor, it's because bacteria has been sitting on the skin so long that it begins to stink, right? So some of the body odors that women that I work with and support in the womb sauna experience are due to um, toxins inside of the body that have accumulated that are stinking and and you know you can tell you can tell by how your breath smells you can tell if you pass gas how the gas smells when you go to the bathroom to eliminate you can tell if your internal environment is a wasteland <laughs> you know there are times when I'm detoxing and I'm like uh that part of the movie Friday don't nobody want to go in there for 45 minutes because I done released every demon that was in me <laughs> from eating stuff I had no business eating but that's a real thing your body is keeping score your body is always communicating with you through how it's functioning and letting you know if the things you're doing to your body are harmonious or not are good for you or not so you know yes clean your body your skin is your largest organ the things that you put on it have a direct impact on your different systems in your body so and particularly for women I teach them about xenoestrogens phytoestrogens chemicals that absolutely are endocrine disruptors and have a direct impact on your hormonal state have a direct impact on your mood your vibrancy simply because of the products you choose so number one you should be cleaning with things that will nourish your body and not disrupt its its um, natural physiological processes. I use like Dr. Bronner soaps. I use soaps that are made from food, right? And things in nature that don't have parabens, that don't have um, additional dyes and fragrances, I don't need all that extra stuff. Now, I do like um, things that may have essential oils that are in the products, but 100% therapeutic grade essential oils, those that have a medicinal impact on my skin and my body. Um, But honestly, you don't need a whole lot of that. A lot of times people are using these products that have all these smells and things because you're trying to mask Odor, but if you stay on top of your cleanliness, which is a reflection of your godliness, what your priorities are reflect your spiritual attunement. Your priorities reflect your spiritual attunement. So, yes, cleanliness is next to godliness. So, you know, clean your body. When you're washing the vagina, you don't need to be shooting water up in her. You don't need to 
be using fragrance soaps. The pH of your vagina is very sensitive. She loves acid. Um, the vagina actually wants to be in an acidic env- environment. So she has her own methods of cleaning herself. You can notice that when you see different changes in your vaginal fluids, you eat certain foods and your vagina lets you know how it feels about it, right? You um, So it's the same thing. You just, you don't want to be scrubbing and those skins down there are very delicate and sensitive. So you don't want to create unnecessary issues because you're being rough with your vagina because you're insecure about how you smell you know incorporate things like chlorophyll incorporate cruciferous vegetables stay hydrated drink enough water and the things that will come through the skin down there won't bother you as much because you are actually putting in the right nutrition. But you also can incorporate probiotics if you have a very, very sensitive um, digestive system, immune system, and you're trying to heal certain uh, health conditions. All of that, your womb, as I've taught in other episodes, record your life's experiences. So it makes a lot of sense that your smells, your lubrication, your comfort with your vagina is a reflection of what's happening in the rest of your body and what's happening in your life. So probiotics help with things like bacteria, yeast, uh, urinary tract infections, you know, and really with the climate being the way it is with COVID and these other things, you should be taking probiotics anyway. Um, And so if you go to my Amazon store link, which is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Tama Aziz Serwa, my name, you'll see that I recommend a probiotic that I use by NatureWise. It's a time release probiotic, which means once you take one capsule, it is releasing in your body the benefits of the probiotics for eight to 10 hour window. Um, and you'll get 450 billion, um, in this probiotic. And I actually love it. Like I could tell a difference in my body when I take it versus when I don't. And stomach acid is so powerful. So some of these probiotics that are on the market, they, you really don't get the benefit of them because the acid in your stomach breaks it down before your body gets to absorb all of the yummy stuff in it. So it's important that you pay attention to the types of products, um, that you do your due diligence. But I do recommend this particular probiotic and the time release benefit of it. So that those are things you should have incorporated in your yoni care practices. And when you shower, when you're working, because bathing and showering is working with the water element, Always remember the power of water. Every shower for me becomes like a baptism ritual for me. I charge my water. I ask those water molecules to bathe me with love and power and money and joy and success. And when I'm bathing my body, I try to call in a level of mindfulness. Let me, as I'm touching my arms and wrenching down and I'm 
washing my legs and my breasts and my knees. Thank you, knees, for holding me up today. Thank you. You know, bring in this level of gratitude and become fully present in your body and everything that you're doing with your body. Make that a goal. Make that an intention so that you can go deeper into your connection with your body and source more information about what it needs. Um, I also am a huge advocate of the no panty campaign. I, I don't wear draws. Okay. Y'all don't really need to know that, but now you know. Um, <laughs> so don't be trying to blow up my skirt if I'm speaking on the stage or something, but it is what it is. I love to let my yoni breathe. Now, if I'm noticing, depending on where I am in my cycle, like for example, when I'm moving into ovulation, naturally, physiologically, women are, yonis begin to get very juicy because, you know, it's like, hey, this might be the time we might want to bring in some things, right? Um, and so my yoni gets juicier, the oils um, in my skin, my skin gets more glowy. There's different things that happen. So if I'm holding more moisture, I might put on some cotton panties, Um Because cotton is a great material to absorb moisture. But honestly, um, I usually am only wearing uh, panties if I'm on my moon or I'm menstruating. So those are things to really think about. Let your yoni, let the girl breathe, please. Sleep with no drawers on at night if you can't start with a whole day, right? If you're just nervous and you're like, I don't want to be dripping all over the place. But I actually have made it a point in my womb healing journey to get familiar with um, my fluids, my bodily fluids, and learning to interact with them in a way that gives me information about my internal environment. So those are things to keep in mind. Um, Now, when you're doing your showering and bathing, I have a soap for my body and then I have a soap that is formulated for my yoni. Honey Pot is a great company. Um and a lot of these companies now are actually offering chemical free feminine washes that you can use. So that's something to keep in mind as well. But overall you should be using a soap that is chemical free. And when you want to fragrance your body, you can use things like essential oils um, and get some coconut oil or some raw shea butter, put a few drops in and moisturize. And that beats Bed Bath & Beyond, to be quite honest. Okay, so I want you to go ahead and start taking notes on some of these things that you can incorporate into your self-care practice. The other thing is when you are in the pleasure zone and whether you have one partner or multiple partners, your your yoni is very sensitive um, to the energy and the substance that you're exchanging, the fluids, the energy, all of that. So you want to make sure when you have been sexually intimate, that you are peeing afterwards and that you are cleansing. Don't just roll over and go to sleep and sit in all of that fluid. Um, What your partner eats, all of who they are, you receive. 
if you're in a dynamic where you both see multiple partners and you notice every time I have sex with you, I get a UTI or every time I have sex with you, I get a yeast infection. Like every time I have sex with you, it throws off. I have to have honest, clearing conversations about your sexual practices um, and what is needed. I can tell with my lovers, as y'all know, I've shared in another episode, I have multiple husbands, covenant relationships. Um, and so, you know, they when when I am away from one, he is welcome to be with whomever he decides. If he decides to be with anyone at all, we don't possess each other through our love. We flow differently. But we have had very candid conversations about sexual health and sexual hygiene. And we have a very clear agreement. So I can smell when my husbands have been with other women, not because necessarily those other women stink or aren't clean. It's just that that's our natures. The act of sex is the combination of DNA, energy, fluids. So yeah, I could tell. And depending on what I smell, what I sense, what I feel, you might have to wait. You might have to do some cleansing. You might have to do some rituals before you return to the temple that I am. Right? So pay attention to those signals. Don't think there's something necessarily wrong with you. You might just be sensitive and have to have the conversation. Every time you load up on potato chips and candy bars, babe, you throw my pH off. And if you want this good, good, I'm going to need you to go eat some vegetables and drink more water and flush your system. That's a real honest conversation. Baby, I love getting on my knees and doing some things with you, but you don't taste well. You taste too salty. It's all that fast food. I'm going to need you to go eat some fruit and some vegetables. I'm going to just need you to do that. Right? Those are real honest conversations that I think is good to have. And even though they may not be comfortable I choose the uncomfortable conversation versus the uncomfortable experience in my body. Okay? So if we're going to be uncomfortable, we're going to be uncomfortable around what is not working for my yoni. What we're not going to do is be uncomfortable about having adults, mature, honest conversations. The other thing I want to touch on in the time that we have left is paying attention to um, what you do when you are on your cycle, right? So you need to change if you're using sanitary pads and we have a herbal pad line that we uh, sell. You can get a starter pack of our herbal pads for $25 off of our website at thewombsana.com. You don't want to be using products that are chemical. I mean, just think about it. It's moist. It's warm. You're sitting on it for hours at a time. You want to use things that don't release and fumigate your womb with toxins, right? So our herbal pads are all natural. You literally have herbs in them. They help you with the type of cycle you have. Women bleed less. They have uh, no feminine odor using our herbal pad products. Um, They're noticing they don't bleed as long. You know, all those things make a difference. You can use uh, menstrual cups, right? I use a diva cup and I love it. So, you know, those things are options, organic, all natural bleach and chemical free tampons. 
Um, I typically find that my Yoni likes to release. She's pushing things out so she doesn't really like to be plugged. She likes to have a sense of flow. All of those things you can learn about yourself if you, in fact, are being in tune with your body. Okay? So you really should only leave your pads on for three to four hours, if that, um, and then be changing them. If you're using organic tampons, you should be changing them every six hours without fail. Um, and you should be investing in all natural feminine wipes and wiping, cleansing the area, drying the area in between your changes. Um, There's also period panties, you know, that's in a category on my Amazon store link where you can wear panties specific to when you're cycling to support you with that and clean and wash and all of that. Now, those things matter and those things are important. And since we're bringing up panties, um, if you wear them, (laughs) like if you still got panties that you wore three years ago, baby, You need to throw them away. Mm -mm. Because what we forget about clothes, like sheets and stuff like that, and our clothing, especially the clothing that we wear on our intimate parts, it's holding the dead skin. It's holding, you know, the oils and the secretions from the body throughout the day when you sweat, etc. You ain't supposed to hold on to your panties that long. Throw them drawers away. Stop calling them period panties, okay? You should be replacing your underwear on, on the worst case scenario, every three to six months, like you really should just refresh and release that habit of holding on to things. You are a queen. We do not believe that God and lack exists in the same space. You can afford to replace your underwear consistently. Right. So but those are things that some of us have never heard and don't know about. OK. Um, and so those those are some tips. What else do I want to hone in on? Don't be afraid either to, I'm just looking at my notes as I I talk to you all. Don't be afraid to uh, wear condoms and use protection if you notice that every time you're intimate with someone, it throws your pH off. Even if you're married, I don't care. Protect your yoni and honor what she is telling you. Have that conversation. Um, avoid wearing tight clothes all the time. I can't stand jeans. Honestly, I cannot. I, I hate wearing jeans. I love flowy things. Um, I love to let a lot of air and circulation um, come into my yoni. So it's because she's so powerful. And so I don't like to go through my day not being tuned into her energy. All right. Um... The biggest thing is really dry, clean, sacred mindfulness. I feel like I gave you a lot. Um, I hope we are not douching. For the most part, most people know you shouldn't be douching. (laughs) Now, there are times where an herbal douche might be supportive, but honestly, messing with the internal environment of your vagina It's not something you really need to do. She's so wise and intelligent. Just let her be. When you notice certain conditions and things and messages from your yoni, usually you need to make some nutritional and some emotional shifts. Okay. Nutritional and emotional. 
I feel like I gave you a lot to work with. And if you have additional questions, you're always welcome to leave a voice note on the podcast or to follow me on social media. We have a group on Facebook with over 1,700 amazing women called Let the Womb Be Heard. Pop in there, share your feedback about tonight's episode. And if you have any questions, it's a safe, sacred space. I know it's a lot of women there, but you'll be surprised how we have created this virtual sacred space where you can freely express yourself and dialogue with me and many of the other sisters about what you're hearing and learning on the podcast. So I love you. I enjoy this time that we have together on Monday evenings. I can't wait to meet you in the next episode. Peace. So before I forget, we have a feature with our podcast where you can respond to the conversation with a voice message. All you have to do to be included in the dialogue is go to anchor.fm forward slash heal everything forward slash message. It'll pick up your microphone and you can record your response to any of our podcast episodes. So go ahead and enjoy this upcoming episode. Tune in, take your notes. And when it's all said and done, you are welcome to send a voice message so we can hear your reaction to it. I love you.